Hello, 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 folks. Welcome back to Walking with God. I am currently talking to you from my car. And as I promised you last time, today's message, today's episode is going to be on the atonement of Christ and who is covered under it. So without further ado, let's get into it. If you break it down and look up the atonement in in the dictionary, it's going to mean, or the meaning of atonement, it's going to mean at one with men. Atonement. So essentially, the atonement of Christ is to help you, me, everybody in the world, everybody who's ever lived or whoever will live, be reunited, be one with God again. Set them on the right path that leads back to our Father in Heaven. And, uh, as I said, everybody that's covered under under the atonement. Sinner, saint, righteous, unrighteous, we are all covered under the atonement. But to actually break it down even further, the gospel teaches about an age of, of accountability. What this means is those who are before the age of accountability and in my church and in my own gospel studies I have learned that the age of accountability is eight years old. And and what this means is, before the age of eight, in God's mind, in Heavenly Father's mind, they are, we are pure souls. We have, we don't have the capability to sin yet. Now, before I get any hate mail on on this let's get into what the what sins does the atonement uh, cover and what sin did it take care of what sin what sins did it take care of remember when Adam when Adam and Eve ate the apple, when that happened, that was what is known 
by mainstream Christians and by mainstream Christianity as original sin. That's when sin entered the world. Was when Adam and Eve chose to eat the apple, the forbidden apple, the forbidden fruit that God told them not to eat. And that's when sin entered the world. And the atonement covers that, covers the or covers original sin. But also covers sins that you and I do on a daily basis. So and and what I mean by not having the capability to sin, which mean means that before the age of accountability, before the age of eight, kids don't know any better. They're pure souls. They're pure beings in the eyes of Christ, in the eyes of Heavenly Father. They haven't had... They don't know any better until that age. After that, that's when the need for daily repentance and that is another episode that's coming up because we have all fall short of the glory of God and all have need to repent on a daily basis but the question is What sins are forgivable? What other things does the atonement cover? What see the atonement let's start there there first. The atonement has the power if we cling to it to heal all wounds. The healing power of Christ, the healing power of His atonement has the power to heal, completely heal us of all of our infirmities, of all of our wounds, of all of our hurt. We need to hand over that and trust the great healer, Jesus Christ, the Heavenly Father, that we will be healed, that they will heal us. We have to rely on the atonement, on the atonement of Christ, in order for, in order for that to happen. But the, but in all reality, what we have to realize and have to look into is this. Is this one question that I asked you a few minutes ago? What sins are are covered under, under in the atonement? What sins are forgivable through the atonement? Simple answer: all sin, except for the sin of blasphemy. Blasphemy. 
against God, against Jesus Christ, and against the Holy Ghost. The sin of blasphemy is not forgivable. And this is... And that only happens when you're in open, open, willing rebellion against God. After you've been revealed the truth. Because before I came to faith, I I identified a lot with the Apostle Paul before his conversion. I went around actively trying to destroy God's church because I was angry with Heavenly Father for reasons I won't go into. And for years, for years, I was afraid that I had done too much. That's why I stayed away for as long as I did. But it was one person who brought to me and showed me the love of Christ, the true love of Christ, and the true power of His atonement. And that was my wife. When my wife came into my life, that was when she brought with her, and she doesn't even realize this to this day, but she brought with her the true power of Christ, the true power, the healing power of the atonement with her. And that broke down all of my walls that I built up. You see, folks, you I know you're going through something right now. I know that you feel that you've done too much. I know that you think that you cannot be healed. That all the power in the world cannot heal you from your hurt, your pain, your regret. And to a point, you're right. Nobody in the world, in this world, can do that for you. It is only through Christ, Jesus Christ, and His atonement for you can this can can your can every bit of your sorrow, hurt, pain be taken away from you, relieved. For the scriptures say, and Jesus says in the scriptures, for everyone that comes up, come unto me, and I will give you rest. have to remember that 
everybody, everybody that has ever lived, everybody who ever will live, everybody who lives now, is covered under the, the atonement of Christ. It is just those of us need to repent. But who needs to repent? Who doesn't need to repent? Well, the scriptures say we all need to repent. But it's also modern modern scripture scriptural teachers and some of the leaders of my church have expounded in this area and several of them have said that those who are mentally sick that lack the mental capacities to make right and wrong choices. Those who are mentally sick or mentally compromised are already covered under the, the atonement and therefore do not need to repent. There already are pure souls. friends are you in a place right now to where you are wondering if God is there to where you're wondering if Christ actually did die for you to where you're wondering if God is even real Are you in a place to where you're crying, screaming at the top of your lungs, come heal me? Or are you running? No matter what your situation is, I bear testimony to you that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, suffered and died for you. He went before the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane. He took upon himself your sins, my sins. He personally prayed for you and said, Father, I take upon myself this person's sins. Michael's sins, 
<coughs> and I ask you to please forgive him. See, that's the beauty thing of, of what the atonement did, guys. The atonement made forgiveness possible. Heavenly Father has laid out specifically in the scriptures that this is true. And the Savior has taught very specifically in his gospel what we need to do to fully take part in the atonement, to fully enact the healing power of the atonement. So to wrap up here, I know that I know that the atonement happened. That we are now a redeemed people. And that redemption can last and be permanent of all of your sins. If you turn to Christ now and pray for forgiveness and ask for forgiveness and turn from your sins and do the best to the very end of your life to be faithful to Heavenly Father, to the teachings of Jesus. I know that this is true, guys. And I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Next time, what we will be talking about is repentance. Who needs it? And why is it necessary? And what happens when we don't repent. So, thank you for wa- for listening today. Tune in next time for another episode of Walking with God. Have a good night, folks.